A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. And so the access that used to be available to the middle class or whatever is just rapidly going away. Bruh. That's a trade-off society is making because of very, very high medical costs and a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical costs? But that's called the death panel. Uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. Bruh. But that's called the death panel. Uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. But that's called the death panel. Uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. But that's called the death panel. Uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. And welcome to another episode here of Connect Those Dots, and I'm your host, Joe. And on this episode, I really want to have a uh, very tight, disciplined, and succinct analysis and uh, really get you aware of a phenomenon that's going on and growing and creeping in on us now. And I want to explain how it connects to all of the other things that we always talk about from the Great Reset agenda, to the vaccines agenda, to the climate change agenda, to the abortion agenda, to the transgender agenda. I wanna talk about this new phenomenon that you can add up there in the constellation. A new dot to connect for you. A new branch on the tree. And what does the tree represent? What does the constellation represent when you connect all of these different data points together and see where they all lead? It's depopulation and control, right? We've established this already here on Connect Those Dots through the course of several episodes. The common thread of all of these different agendas, all of these different initiatives, all of these different phenomenons, they all have the same end result. What is the end result of abortion? Taking away a life, discounting life, and creating a culture where life is not valued, right? And we all know Margaret Sanger started Planned Parenthood, pushed abortion, really created the whole concept of abortion that we know of today. She said people are human weeds. She said bringing another person into the world is the biggest sin one could commit. Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as a 
as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just marked when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin. When it's literally the opposite, and you were created to create and procreate and continue your lineage. So there's Margaret Sanger, abortion. We all understand eugenics, depopulation. What about the gay agenda, the trans agenda? Well, a man and a woman get together and sperm and egg unite to create a new life. A man and a man cannot have a child. They cannot create a new life. And a woman and a woman cannot create a new life. So influencing and making it trendy and propping up the gay agenda, as they call it. I don't call it that. They call it the gay agenda. End goal, end result, depopulation, less people are born. And what about the trans agenda? Forget about being gay, forget about being straight. They just want to do away with gender altogether. You can be whatever gender you want to be. You can castrate yourself. As a five-year-old, they can encourage you to go on hormone blockers and destroy your reproductive capabilities. Once again, end result, depopulation, less people being born. What about the climate agenda? What, what's the common thread there? When Bill Gates tells you your carbon footprint is destroying the world. First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. When King Charles says we're going to need four planets to carry the carrying capacity of the Earth. It's becoming increasingly impossible for nature to, to sustain us. At the moment, it's all take, take. Now we've reached the situation where we really need four planets like Earth. To, to survive or to provide enough for everybody. When Yuval Harari says, what do we need humans for? Why are there so many humans we're destroying the earth? And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? When the literal world eugenics societies started the climate campaigns in the early 50s, as a way to rebrand their goals, telling you that due to man-made global warming and due to man-made climate change and due to us destroying the ozone layer, destroy whatever lie that they were spitting back in those days, they, they were telling you, all you need to know is back in the 50s, they told you by the 80s that the entire island of Manhattan would be underwater, okay? And now here we are in 2022. Bruh. So we understand the whole carbon footprint when they say carbon footprint, it's a trendy little code word for your footprint. Uh, we know now uh, that um, the next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner, and it is the climate crisis. We all understand it's a cover for their games, and what's their end goal of stopping man-made climate change? Well, you gotta stop man. You gotta stop human. So again, end goal, depopulation, less people. Get it, got it, good. But why stop there? Again, of course, we have the COVID whole agenda and initiative. Scaring you with a virus, locking you down, making you be afraid of your fellow man, putting a mask on your face, making you feel like you're sick all the time and all the people around you are sick and you're going to get sick and you're going to get other people sick. 
and you you're you gotta lock yourself down because you could potentially kill your grandma with your sickness. And then that brings you to the injection pharmaceutical avenue. The same fella, Bill Gates, who was talking about your carbon footprint and how there's too many people on the planet. He says, if we do a really good job with vaccines, we could get the population down to zero and we can get the population closer to zero or whatever he says. We can decrease your carbon footprint. And now he's your big buddy on TV selling you vaccines day in and day out. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. And of course, we see myocarditis in children out of nowhere. Now they tell you it's normal. Sudden adult death syndrome, people dropping dead out of nowhere. Oh, we have no idea what happened. People dying after they take their shot, and then they say they died of COVID. Okay, so we all understand what's going on here. And what is the end goal again? depopulation, less people, getting you conditioned and used to the idea of less people, getting you used to death, getting you on board with death through incremental normalization and what we call Hegelian dialectic, creating a crisis, crisis. and coming with a solution. And saying that anybody who's against our solution for the crisis is a bad person. Just like your made-up crisis for abortion. Oh, if you get raped. Oh, if you can't afford the kid. It's a crisis. It's a, it's a horrible thing. What are you going to do? Kill your baby. Kill your baby. And then anytime anybody has any sort of disagreement with it, they're trying to take your rights as a woman. Just like the vax agenda. Take the vaccine. There's a pandemic. It's going to kill you. We have the medicine for you. It's going to save you. Oh, I don't want to take that shot. I don't know if I really trust it. I don't know if I'm really afraid of this pandemic that you're telling me to be so afraid of. You're an anti-vaxxer. You're anti-science. You're keeping us all behind because you won't take the vaccine like everybody else. We're trying to stop the spread. We're all in this together. So it goes on and on and on. It's a vicious cycle. It's a very continuous cycle. It's a very repetitive formula that they resort to time in and time out. It's like pretty repetitive and just so obvious to see when you have sight to see. When you, when you understand that the constellation is there and you start connecting those dots, it's really like that movie, They Live, where he puts on the glasses and he can see the propagate. Once you put on the glasses, you can't take them off. And you realize that everything around you is to facilitate this agenda of slowly and slowly cultivating less and less people. Down to zero. So I'm going to introduce their newest push for you to make dying trendy, make death normal, make it your right to die. And you think I'm kidding, right? But I'm never kidding. We're always serious here on Connect Those Dots. So I'm going to play you this news piece that comes to us out of Canada. Prime Minister Trudeau land. Prime Minister Trudeau penetrates the cabinets. And we're going to see how it's all nice. It's all fluffy. It's all modern. It's all hip. It's all now. It's all good for you. It's all bold. It's all innovative. How they package to you government-assisted 
suicide. Amir Farsoud has applied for medically assisted dying, known as MAID. So boom, right there. Medical assisted suicide, known as MAID. Ooh, M-A-I-D. Medical assisted institutional death. MAID. Yay, it's so nice and trendy. We made an acronym for it. Oh my gosh, so trendy. Uh, uh, uh. Notice how she says he applied for it. So, such a low quality of life is being made for so many people that this is what they're now resorting to. He lives in constant agony due to a back injury, but has started the process for end of life because his rooming house is up for sale and he can't find anywhere else to live that he can afford. Oh, see, see, he has no other choice but to die. He's in constant back pain. He can't live anywhere. So he might as well just die and everybody like him might as well just die, right? This is the argument that they're making. This is how she's gaslighting you already in the news package. This is how they're selling it to you with, with a literal sales pitch, okay? This isn't really a news story as so much as a sales pitch to normalize it in your brain because she's talking about it normally. She's talking about it like it's a good thing. And it's a hypnotic psychological technique that is being employed here in this so-called news package. He barely survives on Ontario disability support payments, which are just over $1,200 a month. He doesn't want to die, but being homeless is not an option. I know in my present health condition, I wouldn't survive it anyway. So, I mean, folks, if you understand this, you understand everything. You understand everything right here. They want to push you into such dire straits, into such a hole of depression, and make this life something not worth living, that a positive alternative is just ending it. Ending it with, with the state's assistance, with the assistance of the government. Notice how she's saying all these things about this individual, Amir Farsoud. Poor guy, God bless him. We pray for him. But they're talking about his situation as if there's nothing that they can do. They can't find him an assisted living space. They can't provide a home for this individual. They can't provide any sort of medical assistance for this individual. No, but they, they could force vaccinate you, right? They could lock up all of uh, the businesses for a so-called pandemic and then make sure they implement all these technologies in all of their restaurants and at their borders and at their airports to check your vaccine card, right? That they can do. But if somebody is living in dire straits in such agonizing conditions as they put it, eh, just kill them. Get rid of them. We can't do anything for him. We'll give him medically... We'll murder him. We'll murder him for him so he doesn't have to do it himself. We'll make it nice and cushy. We'll keep him comfortable. We'll tuck him in. We'll give him a nice warm milk. We'll rub his head. We'll rub his head back. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll twirl and curl his hair as we put that lethal injection right into him and his life just slowly slips away and his heart begins to beat slower and slower and slower until it just stops. And we'll call it MADE, Medically Assisted Institutional Death. 
Isn't it so good? Isn't Amir Farsud just so much better off dead? Aren't you just so much better off dead? Isn't this influencing you? Don't you think it's a good deal here? There's too many people out here anyways, right? There's all these unwanted babies that couldn't be aborted, right? There's all these humans that are contributing to man-made climate change, right? There's all these scary pandemics that are locking you in your house anyways, right? So what's the value of life anyways? Farsud meets the criteria for maid, physical suffering due to disability that cannot be relieved. I love it how he meets the criteria for it. What is that criteria? How will they expand that criteria, right? These are the things that you need to ask yourself. Right? What if you're a science denier? What if you're a conspiracy theorist? What if you're an insurrectionist? Will you qualify for made? Will you meet all of the requirements? Because they just keep moving the goalpost, right? Oh, it's a it's the baby's in the womb. It's a clump of cells. Of course you can kill it. Oh, this guy's got chronic back pain and he's getting evicted. Oh, kill him. The more death you're okay with, the more death you will be okay with. And the more we sit here and just accept death and all of their little word games that they play to try to convince you that death is a better alternative, understand where it leads. Understand where it's going. And this guy, Farsouf, he doesn't want to die. He says it straight up. He doesn't want to die. I don't want to die, but it's my only other option. He's been convinced. He's been coached. He's been psychologically manipulated and broken down and preyed upon. Just like these little children that get preyed upon getting told that they're a different gender. So they chop their pee-pee off and destroy their reproductive potential. That's depopulation. That's eugenics. That's lowering the carbon footprint. His doctor, who knows Farsud's real reason for MAID is his fear of being homeless, signed off on the application in August. Farsud needs a second to do the same. There's a 90-day waiting period. He believes he could potentially access MAID in about a month. I don't wish to be dead, um, even with the pain, even with the meds. Um, I still want to be here. I mean, my heart goes out to this guy. My heart goes out to this guy. He's been broken down so much. And he's an archetype for a lot of other people out there. There's a lot of Amir Farsuds out there that are living different permutations and variations of this individual's kind of quality of life or, or lack thereof. But they're being coerced. They're being experimented on. To ultimately just be killed. And you hear about all these other things, you know, conspiracy theories about how, you know, medical doctors would experiment on the homeless and they'd bring them into the underground labs and experiment on the homeless. You know, I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that goes on. But now they're normalizing it right in front of you on TV, packaging it as a news story. When really it's just a sales pitch to get you on board with it, to get you to think it's normal so that you don't speak up in the future when they continuously up the ante and expand the list of qualifications that you need to get made. You're going to make 
he's gonna make you. Tommy. He opened up the books. Oh, he got the okay. You believe that, this little kitty bastard? Huh? Huh? He's gonna get me? Already in Canada, it's being popularized. There are reports of children talking about it, posting about it on Reddit. I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can register for maid and hopefully I meet the qualifications and you know maybe those can be bots maybe whatever but I don't think they're all bots there's a lot of depression out there there's a lot of low vibrational frequencies out there there are a lot of people that are in dark deep holes there are a lot of people that are under Satan's control and that control includes depression Something you fight with, your quality of life every single day, things pressuring on you, things mounting upon you that you think are overwhelming and that you cannot handle. Everybody struggles with that, but they want it to get the best of you. They want you to have that alternative of kill yourself. And we'll assist, they'll say it, hey, we'll help you out. It's your right to kill yourself. It's your right to die if you want to. It's your right to hit the exit button out of this life. And we got your back. We'll help you. Just like it's your right, your body, your choice to kill that baby in your womb. Chop it up. Turn it into a maroon milkshake and suck it out with a vacuum. It's your right. So how many people in Canada have already expressed and exercised their right to die? Well, (laughs) a little bit under 5,000 already. And it's a fairly new initiative that they're employing over there. That's how many people have already been made. M-I-A-D. Medical Assistance in Death. (laughs) Isn't it funny? Isn't it so trendy? Isn't it so cool? Isn't it so cute? Oh, I'm made. You're going to be made. You're a made man. This was the day that Tommy was being made. Jimmy was so excited. You'd think he was being made. So they brag about this new initiative. They say how great it is. And they brag about how much money they saved. Oh, we we saved $80 million. They say we've saved $80 million on this whole made initiative already with all the people that have partaken in it. So that's what your life is worth. That's what your life is worth. And we can sit here and do the math. Let's do it. 80 million divided by 5,000. And that equals 16,000. That's how much your life is worth in Canada. $16,000. Oh, they save so much money. Meanwhile, they give billions to Ukraine. They spend billions on their vaccine COVID protocols, but they can't afford your expensive life of $16,000. So they'll help you kill yourself instead. What do we need so many humans for? And they make it so trendy and cool and, oh, it's good for the environment. Oh, we're going to put you in a biodegradable gas chamber. That also is your coffin. I'm not joking. Hear her say it herself, talking about the suicide chambers that they make for people. They can press the button themselves, gas themselves, cut off their own oxygen, and then use their own gas chamber. Oh my God, it's a biodegradable coffin too. Sweet 
trendy double. We're double time fighting climate change. We're killing you and we're putting you in the ground and making you biodegradable. Isn't it so nice? Yeah, we'll turn you into a tree and then we'll chop you down afterwards and replace you with a windmill. All to save the planet. Once inside the pod, the user will have to start the fatal process themselves. They will have to press a button which will reduce internal oxygen levels. The pod, which is biodegradable, can then be detached to be used as a coffin. <laughs> you serious? Yup, you heard that. You heard that right. We're reaching peak level clown world here. Dot connectors, okay? We're reaching peak levels of clown world, and I don't even think we're even close to the top yet. It just gets clownier and clownier from here, and we cannot escape this circus of death that we're all living in. And don't think that it's all just people that want to die. Like we heard Farsouf say in that first thing, he didn't want to die. He was essentially convinced that he has nothing to live for. So let, let, let's hear an example of that particular phenomenon when a Canadian veteran calls the Veterans Aid Hotline and here's what they tell him. When a Canadian veteran picked up the phone and called Veterans Affairs Canada to get treatment for his combat-related PTSD and a traumatic brain injury, he expected help getting better and getting his life back. Instead, he got an unexpected and unwanted offer to help him end it through medically assisted death. So you call up a suicide hotline. Imagine, imagine. You call up a self-help uh, hotline. You call up the ambulance. You call up the, you call up 911. You call an emergency. Imagine the response is, hey, uh, we can help you out. Want to just die? I mean, you won't have any more problems if you just die, right? So there's the logic for you. We'll help you get rid of all your problems and you'll never ever have a new problem because you won't exist. How does that sound? Yeah, Mr. White. Yes, science. Absolutely evil, absolutely demonic, absolutely scandalous, absolutely depraved. I mean, we need to wrap our heads around this and understand, like, this. they are pushing us. They are pushing the society as a whole. Maybe not you, maybe not me, maybe not your friends that see through all their garbage. But this is an attack on society, and they know their demographic. They know they're not going to convince you to kill yourself, but there are going to be some people who are introduced to this idea and hear it packaged in such a bubbly and cheery and matter-of-fact manner and they don't know the underlying real agendas that are happening, they might think, hey, it's my right to die. I don't want to have problems. My life sucks. I'm depressed all the time. I can't get a job. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a dirty human. The climate's being destroyed by humans anyway, so I might as well just sacrifice myself on the altar of climate change, right, too? I'll be, I'll be doing something good if I just die. There are those people out there. And then you can say, oh, who cares about them? You know, who cares? Let them die. That's like saying if somebody just gets stabbed or shot on the street, if they were an innocent person, they deserved it. These people are victims. These people are being coerced into murder. These people are being straight up murdered. And they're getting you to be okay with it. If you say who cares, you're essentially okay with it. We shouldn't be okay with this. 
Because we have to think about where this road leads. If we don't stand up for the babies in the womb, if we don't stand up for the lowly and the downtrodden, if we don't stand up for the people who were fooled by the pharmaceutical companies and took experimental injections and are not having side effects and will continue to have side effects, if we don't stand up for these people and we just say, oh, you know, all shucks, it's not my problem, it will eventually be your problem. This is a human problem. In fact, it is our problem. This is a human problem. We have to care for each other. Because that's a tactic of depopulation as well. If you don't care for these people and we are put into a society where we don't care for our fellow man, we're not going to care that they're dying and they're not going to care that we're dying. That's deep, bro. That's deep. So I stand with all of those babies that were murdered in their mother's womb. I stand with all these people that were victims of being coerced into assisted suicide. And especially, even though I know they're arrogant, even though I know that it's going to take them time to relinquish their normalcy bias and to really wrap their head around the agenda that's going on and what they've been a part of, I stand with the people that have taken this COVID so-called vaccine injection people that have been experimented on with experimental medicine, mRNA, gene tech. I, th I think there's going to be a lot of breakthroughs on the medical front, uh, particularly around synthetic uh, mRNA. Uh, you can basically do anything with uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA. Um, it's, it's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough with with uh, with effort that's not too crazy you could probably stop aging reverse it if you want um uh, these are you can basically do it you can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right dna sequence i stand with these people because they're victims too even though my life got uprooted and i was forced to take this shot and i refused to take it and i had to lose my career my whole career path I stand with these people because they're innocent. They're victims. They are deer in the forest that have been preyed upon by wolves. And they stand by the wolves that are eating them. Understood? There's Stockholm Syndrome in a state of obedience and abuse. And they can't even realize that they're in an abusive relationship. So I stand with these people. I pray for these people. Because folks, it's getting bad. With these shots. If you think it's letting up. If you think that. Oh it's dying down. If it's being normalized to you. Seeing all these sudden deaths. Seeing all the heart attacks in children. Heart defects. 400% increase in cancers. If it's being normalized to you. Let me remind you. The suffering. And the chaos that's being wrecked upon people's lives right now. Here's a very new report from NTD News talking about the consequences of this shot that is currently happening in Taiwan right now. Not just in Taiwan, everywhere else. I played you the New Zealand clips. I played you the Australia clips. I played you all the clips. I showed you the data of 9 out of 10 people who come into the hospital with high-risk COVID cases. 9 out of 10 of them are all vaccinated in the UK. 
So here's what's going on in Taiwan. And if you think it's different anywhere else, you're mistaken because it's a global plot. Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. So all of these people are victims. All of these people are babes in the wood being feasted upon by psychotic, rabies-infected, death-obsessed predators. Okay? This is it. There are archetypes in the animal kingdom that you can associate with human behavior. People are cold-blooded, like reptiles. People are sheep-like, you know, like sheep. They go with the herd. They follow the leader. They do what they're told. And there's people who are predatory, and they get off on the thrill of the hunt. The thrill of the hunt of other human beings. But they don't do it in some sort of storybook way where they drop you in a jungle and they chase you through the jungle and try to hunt you. That kind of style. Maybe there would actually be some honor involved in that. No, they trick you. They deceive you. They coerce you. They bully you. They hypnotize you. They use mind warfare against you. And that's how they hunt you. That's how they prey upon you. And they do not discriminate, whether you're white, black, brown, yellow, pink, red, old, young, medium, healthy, smart, able-bodied, disabled, dumb. They don't care. They don't want you. They don't like you because they're controlled by a force that does not want you, that is disgusted by you, and that hates all forms of you. And preferably wants to get rid of you before you can even have an opportunity. Wants to suck any potential that you may have had before you can actually even tap into it. That is why they attack children. So here's another clip. This is a whistleblowing nurse. A pediatric nurse. And she's going to tell you the skyrocketing percentage that she saw with her own eyes of dead babies, fetal deaths, stillbirths, dead babies, skyrocketing percentage. I'm a postpartum nurse. I've thought about quitting multiple times because of all the carnage that I've been seeing. In March of 2021, it was about two months after the vaccines really started to roll out. I noticed that in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit, it used to always have about 50 babies in there. And all of a sudden, in March 2021, there were 80 babies in the NICU. So that's a very high number for the NICU. Um, and then um, in April of 2021, I started noticing that there were fetal demises on the board in labor and delivery. A fetal demise is a baby that passed away in utero, but they're usually full term. So, you know, anywhere from 32 weeks to 40 weeks even. I would look on their charts and I was noticing that a lot of these mothers had received the vaccine. What would be the average rate of, you know, stillborn um, field demise on, on your floor? When I started working there in November 2020, 
There used to be one or two every two or three months. Since March of 2021, there were one or two um, each week. We could just say, well, this is just Michelle's opinion. Uh, today, she has bravely released to us uh, an internal document, an email from that hospital system that was sent out to those working there. This went out to the staff. Good evening, everyone. Well, it seems as though the increase of demise patients that we are seeing is going to continue. There were 22 demises in August, which ties the record number of demises in July 2021. And so far in September, there have been seven, and it's only the eighth day of the month. I have to say, I feel like the, the oxygen has just been sucked out of my lungs. To read, to read that from someone that is, is as objective, I guess, as you could get, working for the system itself, it now corroborates what you're seeing with your own eyes. And for anyone that was having a question anywhere around the world now, this is a shocking, shocking email. So pediatric nurse, whistleblower, telling you that normally she'd probably see one demise a month. Fetal demise, by the way. After birth, dead. It went from once a month to once a week. And you see... They hit a record in one month of 21 fetal demises, and then they tied the record in the following month, and then only a week into the month after that one, they already had eight. And they show you it in an internal email, an internal document. God bless that nurse for sharing this horrifying information, but you need to be horrified to want to do something about it. You feel that disgust inside of you? You feel that anger? You feel that rage? You feel that bewilderment that you cannot believe what's going on? That is how you are supposed to feel. Because that is supposed to get you energized. Because if they can't chop them up in the womb through abortion and a so-called woman's choice, uh, we got another plan for them. We'll give the mom the jab, we'll scare her with a pandemic, we'll put experimental mRNA gene tech in her that we don't know what's going to have the long-term effects, and we'll do it while she's pregnant, you know? You know, pregnant women, they can't eat sushi, can't drink wine, can't eat cold cuts, can't sit in a jacuzzi, but experimental mRNA injection, we'll give that right to you, girl. Yes, queen, slay! Pregnant? Take three. Take as many as you want. We don't have anything to say about that. And it's just like years ago, not even really that long ago, back in the 80s, it wasn't illegal for pregnant mothers to, you know, not smoke cigarettes or not do drugs. Like I saw in the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer documentary that while his mother was pregnant with him, Jeffrey Dahmer's mom was popping pills constantly, multiple different pills while pregnant, antidepressants, prenatal pregnancy pills, uh, more antidepressants, uh, energy pills. I don't even know what they're called. I don't know what they do. They just give you a whole case full of pills and they tell you, take this, miss. Then when it comes out that the drugs were tied to birth defects while pregnant, oh, they, they, just, they just brush it off. Oh, we didn't know about it. Oh, we, we, were, we were misinformed. Oh, we didn't know the science at that point. We weren't moving at the speed of science at that point. The speed of science. And that's going to be the same exact way when all of this stuff comes out about these injections. It's a very simple 
cycle that they repeat constantly. Oh, there's a crisis. We have a solution. Oh, the solution didn't work. There's a new crisis now. Okay, we have another solution. And it's all their goals. But getting back to it, if they can't abort you in the womb, if they can't give you a birth defect through drugs, through drugging the mother, then, oh, you're out of the womb? Okay, now we'll try to sexualize you. Now we'll try to convince you that you're a different gender. We'll try to castrate you. Oh, we didn't work. it didn't work there? Okay, we'll convince you that, oh, the world sucks and that it's depressing and you have no potential and that um, your entire quality of life is, is horrible. Oh, we'll try to kill you that way. Oh, it didn't work? Oh, then we'll try to convince you that marriage is a sham and that uh, the world doesn't need as many people and you shouldn't get married, you shouldn't have children. You know, the, the climate change is going to destroy the world. And if you have children, you're just going to contribute to man-made climate change. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, you actually had a kid. Oh, you were born. You weren't aborted. You weren't sexualized. You weren't chemically castrated. You actually got married and had a kid. Okay, now we're going to try all those same tactics uh, on your kid now. You know all those same tactics that we used to try to depopulate you? We're going to use all those same tactics on your kid now, but now we've had a whole generation to perfect them and sharpen them and work on our propaganda and work on our mind control and work on our depopulation tactics. Now we're going to try them on your kid now. That is the cycle of depopulation, folks. And it's everywhere you look. It's everywhere you look. So um, I hope I was really able to get the point across here and really tether all of these agendas together and make it clear that all of these things that might seem separate, all these little dots that you think are separate and at face value, you might not think that they all coincide together, but they're really just different heads on the same 10 headed dragon different tentacles on the same octopus of tyranny, different dots in the constellation of depopulation, different branches on the tree of eugenics and mass genocide. That's it. That's all they are. That's why they all say it. That's why they all push the same agendas. That's why all the same people that want the same things, they all push the same agendas and say exactly the same things. Everything that Klaus Schwab tells them to say, they say it. Everything that Bill Gates tells them to say, they say it. Just like at the G20 last week, all the world leaders are together. Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, the Indonesian leaders, the, the new prime minister of the UK. They're all there hobnobbing together. And who are the two keynote speakers to all of these global elected leaders? Two unelected James Bond villains, Klaus Schwab, and Bill Gates. They're the keynote speakers. And they give them their marching orders. And they tell them to promote these initiatives that have the end goals of depopulation. But we know all that already. It's just now the assisted suicide is their new one. What are some of the newer ones that they're going to come out with? I wonder. Where do we go from here? Are we going to bring back the gladiator fights to the death and and televise it i mean can we just have the hunger games already how about we just go full hunger games and anybody that decides to apply for maid you know that we put them in a, in a jungle together we televise it and we watch them fight to the death on tv and we choose our favorites and we hashtag our favorites and we put them on interviews why don't we just go full hunger games now because that's where it all leads 
And you think the coercing just stops at, oh, hey, your life sucks, so uh, kill yourself, want to sign up for MAID? Nah. They're going to bribe you. They're going to make it sexy. They're going to sweeten the deal for you. They're going to be like, hey, if you apply for MAID, we have this new uh, initiative for you. Uh, we'll, we'll fund you for a month to go to Cancun, and before you die, before, you know, we give you your medically assisted, uh, medically assistant death, you can live it up in Cancun for a month. How does that sound? You've had it tough your whole life, haven't you? Well, before you end it, wouldn't you like to live it up? And we can do that for you just if you agree to really let us end it for you. Uh, we'll give you a half a million dollars too while we're at it. See it, understand it, get it. They'll do anything to kill you. It's to kill you and depopulate you because they think there's too many people. Well, I got a message to Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and King Charles, the rest of you. If you think there's too many people and the carbon footprint's too big, you stop using private jets, you stop living on palaces, but we know you won't. Then how about you kill yourselves? I challenge the King of England. I'm not gonna do anything violent. Nobody should hurt him. I challenge him to hang himself on national television in Trafalgar Square, then I'd respect him. I challenge Klaus Schwab to slit his wrist on national TV. I challenge Bill Gates to pour gasoline on himself on national TV and burn his ass up. I challenge all of you to think there's too many of us and we need to die for you to die. I challenge Trudeau to walk off a plank into a pool of starving sharks. You want us to die? You show us how to do it first! <laughs>